Yo, what up? I'm to hear more. And I'm Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Woo! You I have a shave. I have no more beard. Oh, I, I cut it off today. I don't look like I'm fucking hor- homeless or fighting the Armageddon. I don't look like a zombie survivor no more. It was bad. It I didn't even notice bad. it. When we, we just got through zooming a minute ago. I didn't even notice that you had shaved. Did you shave it afterwards? It was bad. Immediately after. I was like, I'm not. But No, no, no. Right before. I was like, I'm not pulling up to Juneteenth. Talk about Juneteenth looking like an escaped slave. <laughs> For sure not. Yeah, you cut it. Had to, had to cut it. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, today's episode... Mm-hmm. is actually very informative hey, because, you know, uh, we, we had a conversation about Juneteenth mm-hmm. and I feel like that would be the perfect way to start the podcast off mm-hmm. uh, just because I know that I know that a lot of people do know about it, but I know that I also know that a lot of people don't know about it. And if so many people knew about it i never really see it being pushed like that on social media i don't see people like celebrating it's almost just people like know about it um but not really like they're not really like i feel like a lot of people don't have context and what we talked about in in the in the other uh show i feel like we need to push that as much as possible yeah so i agree so um Really quickly, you know, to all of my, uh, to everybody in the scary squad, Juneteenth is uh, pretty much the the version of July 4th for slaves. I know that uh, for me personally, growing up, I did not hear about this a lot. Uh, historically, it was, um, it was celebrated, but it was kind of drowned out by the civil rights movement. Um, but it has been kind of like popping back up. And this, with everything going on this year, it is literally the perfect time to make this a thing because it's not recognized as a national holiday but i feel like we don't even need that recognition i feel like we we lead the culture anyways so um i think that we we need to do our part to make sure that this becomes a thing now if you don't know what juneteenth is it's also known as freedom day um and it's an american holiday that commemorates june 19th 1865 when uh, the, um, I think it was the Union General, I'm just gonna read this. The Union General read federal orders, orders in Galveston, Texas, uh, that all previously enslaved people in Texas were free. Uh, so why that's important is that like, obviously at the end of the Civil War, the Emancipation Proclamation uh, legally said slaves were done, but Union soldiers were not patrolling it like that like we were talking about they just sent one messenger to tell everybody in the south like by the way you got to let all your slaves go he's probably killed so in all those areas that weren't policed like that there were still slaves just hearing about freedom so i personally every time i every time a black person in america uh um celebrates june 4th or july 4th i feel like we always hear at least once that day that like, well, slaves weren't free, slaves weren't free. I always knew that, but I never knew that there was another day to celebrate that. Yeah. And it's this Friday, it's June 19th. And we are basically pushing that it needs to come with all the extras. We can't be throwing just like the, the, the articles and the facts at people, it's not gonna catch on. People will not read articles unless they're genuinely interested. But y'all, we got to turn up barbecues, fireworks, whatever we got to do. Hashtags, 
but we're trying to make we're trying to make June 19th a actual celebration as Hell opposed yeah. to just you know what woke people be tapping you on the shoulder and telling you about on July 4th so what we, what we got to do to do that to hear what's the suggestions on the table uh I'm thinking that you know we um man we we <laughs> well, listen first off I feel like we should celebrate Juneteenth and we should celebrate July 4th as like Juneteenth part two you know what I mean like let's let's just keep it going because take the over that the fact of the matter is that Juneteenth is still not recognized as a national holiday. Uh, mm -hmm. 47 states observe it, but they don't observe it as a paid national holiday. So like people aren't off of work. Normally, if there wasn't like uh, COVID quarantine still going on and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So I'm like, I I'm, I'm with the shit. So like, let's celebrate every holiday and call it Juneteenth celebration until they recognize Juneteenth as a national holiday. But I think that the main thing we have to do is just spread the spread the awareness of it. Mm -hmm. um, and why I said make July 4th part two of it is because July 4th was never really intended for us anyway. You know, if, if slaves were still enslaved on July 4th in 1776, then obviously that wasn't a holiday for us to celebrate. So until they recognize uh, Juneteenth as a holiday for people of color to celebrate specifically black, then mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we only, we only recognize that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of these holidays that uh, are highlighted for the wrong reasons, uh, right. even with like uh, Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like, why are we still celebrating Thanksgiving? Like, Columbus Day. So, you know, I I'm all about like, let's do that. Okay. So, I think what we should do is we gotta build a hashtag to push, and then we gotta we gotta talk about what we're doing on June nineteenth. Like, what's the more household? Like, I, well, you always celebrate. This ain't even your first, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been celebrating for a couple of years. Uh, All right, so let everybody know what's the what's the game plan usually? Is it just like July Fourth? Um, no, I mean, yeah, but it was just with my tribe. Like, I stopped having people over and kind of just like like try to ingrate it in my family. Like, this is what we doing. We ain't doing the fourth right. no more. We we just we celebrating this, and I just kind of made it like my tribe thing. Before I had a couple of people over a couple of years prior, uh, but this year uh, I might get up early. I had to get rid of actually the the management company made me get rid of my, my barbecue pit. So like I had a big pit on my patio and it was like, you know, the coating doesn't go with that. So I had to get rid of it like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm kind of yeah. bummed about that. But um, I might just get up and, and, and cook something. Uh, but I'm also going to protest on Juneteenth at the, the lab factory. Uh, oh, nice. at PM. So I'm gonna go over there and do that. Uh, might do a show and then uh, yeah, just gonna be kicked back with the, with the family. I mean, it's still, you know, it's still um, the quarantine, so we're not really hanging out with a whole lot of people right now, but we do have right. a small group of friends that we hang out with each other. Uh, mm -hmm. Nobody's really with exterior groups, so we kind of feel safe with each other. So we might go over there, play some, they might come over here, you know, play some, you know, music that gets us feeling good about our ancestors, feeling good about ourselves and loving being black, uh, just to, you know, get re-energized and things like that. And yeah, we're just spreading it. I might, I might zoom some a little bit, let people see what's going mm -hmm. on just to like, like I say, help spread the awareness of it. Okay. I feel like soul food would be a good, like uh, yeah. either barbecue or soul food, just cause you know. You yeah. Know you know what, you're right though. You know, we don't have the barbecue. We could definitely do the soul food. And seeing that my pit is gone, you know what I'm saying? Soul food might be the way. Might do some greens. Uh, I'll probably do some catfish, some mac and cheese. There you I go. Get up early and do it, just have that shit done. Then we come back from the uh, y'all damn me uh, protest. We just be ready for it. Feel me? Okay. All right. So then we 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 celebrating Juneteenth this year. Yeah. 
we, we got to build a hashtag to make sure that everybody celebrates also. So I think that ah, it's got to be, it's got to be something that's lit. Because <laughs> I, I feel like after this episode, we, we and, and the Scary Squad kind of have to push this. I'm, I'm probably going to make a video after this just to kind of like maybe get ahead of it. Yeah. But it would be super dope if there was just like a like a June Juneteenth make Juneteenth lit or like make Juneteenth a holiday. Just like something yeah. that we can uh, put. Juneteenth June. every year, Juneteenth um Juneteenth every year is good. Yeah. Juneteenth. Can, uh, quick shout out to the scary squad. Everybody in our Patreon is watching right now. Yeah. Uh, um a couple days early. You could uh throw some uh throw some hashtags in there as well yeah uh mm-hmm. what else we got uh make juneteenth official that's, uh, that's not a bad one is is one of them yeah here's the thing though juneteenth recognize juneteenth is good some alexi that's just great yeah i like recognize Ooh. juneteenth that's good i like how it looks too yeah shout out to lexi and mises who kind of dropped it at the same time yeah uh let's do it Reco- well, recognize, I like that. I like recognize juneteenth so that's the uh, that's what we're doing this year and every year because I I love the fact of calling uh, July Fourth Juneteenth also because <laughs> yeah. um, that was the the first step of freedom I guess was July Fourth so yeah. there you go there's the hashtag recognize Juneteenth um, while we're talking about uh, kind of cold shit in history. Um, I read something that was pretty crazy today and I was um I was on Facebook which I'm never really never really on that side of the yeah, internet. internet. Yeah, for real. Um so I think I was posting a video and um I saw somebody post this and the the headline was like is this fake? But it came from bbcnews.com. Mm-hmm. So um I'm actually here. Let me just uh share this because it's uh it's a lot to it's basically a lot to digest all right so racist gandhi statue please don't um, please ignore the amount of tabs i know that i always get shit for that uh <laughs> racist gandhi statue removed from the university of ghana um apparently a lot of people do know about this um but i did not so i was like racist gandhi um it says a statue of mahatma gandhi uh of the famed indian independence leader has been removed from a university campus in ghana's capital accra um you know obviously mahatma gandhi um he he did the whole non-violent uh protest i think it goes into uh um, makes the whole world blind ah. Hang on, I gotta force quit this. All right, so yeah, it was uh, he was a celebrated leader. It says he's best known for leading the nonviolent resistance to uh, British colonial rule in India. So, uh, you know, how I was taught about this in school was damn near like Christopher Columbus. It was just like, you know, this guy was awesome. He was a saint, he, was, he did X, Y, Z. And I'm not saying he wasn't because I know that he did a lot of stuff for India and, and you know, obviously we're not coming for Indian culture at all, 
But it's just a very interesting underlayer that a lot of people in Africa don't like him because he was uh, apparently very, very racist to South Africans. And um, this, uh, this university ended up taking the statue down because, you know, a lot of statues are coming down uh, yeah. recently. This was a couple years ago. But statues are, um, statues are very, very symbolic for everything that that person uh, stood for. So they had a petition that Gandhi was racist and African heroes should be put first. Um, but it's, it's pretty wild. The more that you go into it, it says that uh, he, Gandhi lived, as, uh, lived and worked in South Africa as a young man and he, he didn't like him. He said he referred, to, uh, a lot of his writings uh, referred to black South Africans as Kaffirs, which is a uh, very old and outdated racist slur. It's like the N word. Um, and he also states that Indians were infinitely superior to black people. And I was reading all this other stuff that kind of has some wild stuff. Like he was like, I don't, I'm not trying to drink no Kaffir beer and like talking about like how Africans are savages and stuff. So I was just like, Mahatma. Right. I never <laughs> knew that. Mahatma. As well. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it's, it, I didn't, I didn't read too far. I mean, it says he's a fascist, a racist, racist, a sexual predator. There's a lot of, lot oh, of stuff, a lot of stuff behind this, um, this, this uh, iconic hero. Uh, it says well-documented anti-black racism. Um, it, it, it's, it's really a lot to, um, <laughs> a lot to digest, because he was a peaceful protester. And, you know, I, I, I think I watched a movie or documentary about him and he did the thing where he was like, you know, he kind of starved himself. Yeah. Or he really starved yeah. himself. Yeah. Until... yeah. So he was really about his people. He just was not about all the people. Apparently. Wow. It's, it's uh, the professor of Indian history at Oxford University. So I guess, you know, Indians aren't necessarily rocking with a lot of the stuff he said. Um, but uh, it says it seems almost surreal to have uh, to list the many things Gandhi did. Uh, he's such a, f a fallible man or fallible man uh, as all men are, but to lump him in with slave owners, that's a bit much. So apparently there's a, a sort of like, a, you know, a kind of split down the middle in terms of how he's viewed, but there's a lot of people who ain't rocking with Gandhi. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the law students went on, uh, told BBC, that um, you know, statues basically represent that person and everything they stood for. So, mm -hmm. and that, and he said that's just not the case with Gandhi. So he wanted him replaced. So yeah, it's it's uh it's 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 pretty it's pretty wild uh stone to uncover. Yep. <laughs> I had no idea. That's a that's a it's a wild it's a wild mind mind blow, but that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, I remember uh, I remember learning about Gandhi and he's kind of like, it's almost like finding out Mother Teresa hated Mexicans. Like, it's just like, he's like, kind of like one of those, <laughs> he's kind of high up on the, on the whole sort of like saint and, yeah. you know. You would not, I, I would not have expected that. That that one threw me for a loop. I, I'm not going to admit. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? We out here finding, turning over rocks in history. Uh, no stone left unturned. We out here exposing them. Bro, mm. someone said, cancel Gandhi. I never thought I would hear that. <laughs> someone really said, cancel Gandhi. Damn. Wow. It's real uh, out here, man. 
yeah, it's 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 very technology much- though, man. Like that's the one the one turning point that we have that our ancestors didn't like the, the ability to share information that has been hidden and uh, wasn't readily available to the open masses. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that we can Google stuff and find out, you know, from multiple sources to confirm the allegations uh, is something that we, you know, wasn't readily available in the past. So now a lot of stuff is coming to the light. And this is one of those things. It's like, wow. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, no, it definitely plays a it big just part. It just back to like Juneteenth, man. Like so many people did not know it, weren't aware of it, wasn't taught it in high school, middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was swept under the rug because, you know, like I say, slavery is one of America's biggest blemishes. And like, yeah. I only want to highlight the, the positive of like Abraham uh, Lincoln freed the slaves, which really wasn't him just doing the right thing if he gave mm-hmm. the South an ultimatum and they was like fuck you he was like all right well fuck you how about this slaves are free and they was like oh damn she just came <laughs> back home. so it wasn't like he was just like a great guy you know what right. I'm like let's not upsell it let's keep it all the way funky what it is you know what I'm saying he did it as like you know a way to get back at the south so uh right. I, I like i like that it's being exposed bro I like that it's being exposed yeah it's good you you make a good point that it's just easier to share information but then it's like Another part of me is just like, what chapter would that have been in? You know, like if you were writing, I get that like Christopher Columbus, that was a lot to leave out. That sure should have been the main thing that was talked about. But when you're talking about the revolution that Gandhi was leading, like what chapter would, were they supposed to just slide in? Like he was personal also life. very, very racist person. Personal life. <laughs> hey, hey, like Gandhi was racist. He was great guys. And stuff. By the way, Super <laughs> small caveat, really hated black people. I mean, it's so worse than his eyes. Like, like that. It should have been in there, though. Like, and I get it. Like, you know, he he did so much for 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 Indian people, but it's like, yo, let's not let's not overlook certain things. You know what I'm saying? Because right. like, they are they're they're quick to try to throw Martin Luther King under the bus, and we all know the impact that he had on the civil rights movement. But all of a sudden, CIA and other sources are coming out with how he was an adulterer, and um, you know, he he wasn't the man that history paints him to be. America is not the country that history paints it to be. So yeah. that, that, y'all want to put it all out there, put it all out there. Expose the book of secrets that I know the president has access to. Let us know about the aliens. Be real about slavery. Like, tell it all, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole time, I thought school was just us learning stuff. But as you grow up, you really see the business element of school. And it's like, oh, yeah. we were really all being taught the same stuff. If you had control over the textbook com- com- like companies, you had all this control. I just saw a, a comment that said, um, my official defin- definition, I don't know, def- definition, I think that is. My, my teacher in fifth grade, she was a white lady. She taught us about him. She said, before you compare him to MLK, no, he was racist. Wow. So that that shows how important the teacher is. Teachers are so, so important because oh. they're passing that information on. So they're grown teaching us. So it's like, I, it's so good. I, I want to say this before we get in the first half, because I know it's going to be about that time. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest things we need to focus on in this country is police reform slash justice reform and education reform. I will continue to yell this from the mountaintops. There's so much stuff that we need to know. African-American studies needs to be a part of the curriculum, okay? It, it just does. Finance needs to be a part of the curriculum. It needs to be a part of high school curriculum ASAP. Um, also, 
they need to reformat how they um, issue funds because a lot of times the funds are issued to different schools in different areas and they base the amount of funds that they give the school based on the area that it's in. So basically- Oh, that's right. They, they judge off the property value of the, the area and that's how much they determine how much money the school is gonna get. And that's right. fucked up. Because yeah, those if you're kids, in a poor neighborhood, yeah. yeah the elementary students, they have no control over that. So you're punishing them by default, something that is completely out of their hands. And because right. of that, they're issued older textbooks, they're not giving uh, them the same lunches, they don't get the same transportation options and programs, they don't get after school That's programs. so sad. If they do have one, the after school programs and the music programs and the arts programs are the first to get cut. And I'm gonna tell you why. They don't want you thinking for yourself. They don't want you to be an individual. They don't want, they don't want to create entrepreneurs. They want to create sheep. They want to get mm -hmm. you normalized with moving on a schedule because school prepares you for college. College prepares you for going into the real world where you set your life around a schedule. You have to be at work at this time. You have the meeting at this time. They, are, they don't want you thinking for yourself. They want you to fall in line. So that's mm -hmm. why they cut out the things that encourage individual and independent thinking like music. Like arts, arts and music are subjective. What one person thinks is talented, another person may love, another person may hate, but just right. think for yourself and they don't want you to do that, man. They cut those first. Yes, those are always, the arts and the music programs are always the first to go because they don't feel it's essential. But I, I beg to differ. The way a kid thinks, like the way that they have no fear where they'll jump off the monkey bars on the top top uh, level, or they'll hit a flip off a swing. And now me at 36, I wouldn't, like I know how to hit a back flip off a swing, but I wouldn't do it now because I, I take into consideration all the things that can go wrong. But kids are, kids are fearless. So imagine if- You know how to do a back flip off of a swing? Yeah, I've been doing that since I was like six, bro. Like that was that was the thing to do. You get high enough and then you, on the, on the outswing, you just flip backwards. But the point I'm trying to make is that if there was a bridge program that like had scientists really just sit and, and talk to kids on how to could solve diseases or how to solve problems, I think that it, they would benefit from it because kids will think completely outside of the box. Whereas right. scientists is confined by laws of physics and gravity and all. So they're like computing things and they're not thinking about the possibilities that could be literally on the right side of the box. Mm -hmm. But a kid will think like that because they don't have those same barriers and limitations right. for their imagination. At that right. point, there is still boundless imagination and boundless opportunities and possibilities for them. But school really caps that off, man. They, I really feel like they destroy imagination, individuality, and um, just the, the possibilities of what could be. And I, okay. I, that's why I feel like education reform is hella, hella important, man. I'm hella passionate about that because... I feel like, man, these kids aren't getting the same opportunities afforded by some of their counterparts because of where they're raised. No, for real. That's that's hella true. Like, like the fact that they had the nerve to teach me about what a hunter-gatherer is, but they didn't teach us about nothing like, like, like how they really taught us how cavemen, no, I don't think that's cavemen. They taught us how indigenous people provided for their family but they didn't teach us about money. Like, <laughs> it's so random. Like, like, why didn't we not get like a, like a mandatory tax course? Bro, that's that what I'm saying. Like, why teaching us about geometry is cool. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, if you go into, you know, anything with like architecture or interior design and there are other fields that use it, but that, that's not a master. Basic math 
is more essential and finance is definitely essential and crucial to your life. You don't learn anything about finance, about APR, interest rates, uh, any of that. And then in none of your high school courses, but the first thing you are introduced to when you go to college is loans and credit cards. They That's are wild. setting these kids up for That's failure, bro. They don't want you to be smart with money. They don't. They don't want you to be smart with money, for it's sure. It's crazy to me. It's like, yo, if you don't have a family that prepares you for, or you're not in honors classes, even in honors classes, they don't really teach you about, like, they teach you maybe finite math, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, interest rate over years, specifically to businesses and loans like that. But, like, personal finance, like, how to get, like, I remember I signed up for a Banana Republic card. And I think the interest, even the interest rate with that was high, was like 7.8%. But if you miss one payment, it went up to like 18.9%. It's like, as, as, as somebody that's not thinking like that, like you're like, oh, okay, I just won't miss a payment. But we all have those months where we're slow or we, we, we are low on funds and stuff like that. And right. you don't think about how much of that, like if you got a $500 balance and now your interest rate goes to 189 it's like, bro, are you serious? Yeah. You literally just bought basically six outfits, goddamn me, just on interest. Right. It was like, bro, like they not teaching these kids these life skills, the real life skills that they need. I remember in class, I don't know if it was high school or middle school, but they taught we spent literally like almost half a period on a signature. Nigga, I don't need to learn that right now. I can learn a signature at any goddamn time. What? Yeah. Oh, what like when they were learning cursive or what? Yeah. Cursive was a waste of a semester. Oh my God. That was a waste of like I just want all parents to know that you wasted money on having your teacher sit there and learn how to make swirly words with your kids. That is so ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, they don't even teach it now. It's outdated. But so much of the curriculum is outdated and they have not updated and that's what upsets me. They should stop math after like division and then everything else should be a choice. Like, why did I learn calculus? <laughs> that makes no damn sense. Yeah, they for sure don't want you to be good with money because if you were good with money, then you would probably try Mint Mobile. All right. Talk about it, Pat. Mint Mobile's new approach to wireless is the future. We are in the future, guys. If you're still using one of those big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? There's expensive retail stores inflated prices hidden fees all that every time i look at the bill look i kid you not last time i looked at my bill i thought that i was paying for more than one line i this is not a joke i thought that it was so expensive and there were so many hidden fees i called them up and i was like did somebody fraudulently add to my plan and they're like no this is just one phone so that that's what these big wireless companies are doing so enter mint mobile mint mobile provides the same premium network coverage that you're used to but it's at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. So Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead. Then they pass those savings directly to you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're talking about, I, I think last time on this episode, uh, I had to cut it out because I actually showed some of my like personal information, but I showed Pat my phone bill and it was like 346. That's for three lines, Oof. three phones, 346. Bro, that's, that's a card note. That is a car note. And I just was like, yo, I got to switch over. So I've been working with Mint Mobile, man. And I got to be I got to be honest with you. I am. I'm excited. I like what's going on. The coverage is there. The data is there. Uh, the perks that you get for signing up, I'm a fan of. You know, I'm a fan of the perks. I told y'all last time, the t-shirts, the koozies. Mm -hmm. What I didn't show y'all was the notebook. Ah, 
I got the uh, air freshener. Ah. Re-upped on the mint okay. merch? Huh? You re-upped on the mint merch? I, I, I didn't even realize it was this much still left in the box. Oh, <laughs> I thought you doubled that. Yeah, so they send you, um, let me grab it real quick. Uh, I just fell out of my reach. Okay, they send you the card. You pop out the SIM, um, pop it into your device. You know what I'm saying? Boom, right there. And you're connected. You know what I'm saying? You are connected. Keep your number. Um, it's, it's what you need to do right now, man, like to save money. Because I know money is safe for everybody right now. I ain't going to front like I, I, like I got it balling like that because I don't. So anywhere I can save some money and I don't have to sacrifice quality, I'm all about that. And $15 it is, is a huge saving for me. I will save that $321. I will put that right in my pocket. The $330, put that right back in my pocket. You can get your wireless bill down to $15 a month. That is wild. It comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. Uh, and you can stop paying for the unlimited data that you never use. So you can choose the plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Um, and you can use your own phone. It's not like they give you a new phone. It's just the Mint Mobile plan. So $15 a month? Come on. Even if it was double that you're saving so much oh my god absolutely now so absolutely and um, i'm telling you man this is this is going to be one of those things i feel like where it's the new way because it's kind of like when, when people were only doing cable and then netflix and hulu mm -hmm. and all of the streaming things came out and it's like yo why are you paying for all of these channels on cable that you don't even use it's like, like get what you need and like mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of companies are about to dip to this because it just makes more sense it makes so much more sense Yep. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped right to your door for free, just go to mintmobile.com slash DIYS. One more time, that's mintmobile.com slash DIYS. And you can cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month. I cannot say that enough. That's ridiculous. Wild. That's wild. So shout out to Mint. And shout out to the uh, the minty fresh prices. We gotta talk about it. I, oh, man. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure, but I woke up sure as hell. Okay, this is probably one of the wildest non-important things happening on social media right now. Come on, man. Be Simone. Come on, man. What you do? What you doing? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> what you? Oh, we're gonna talk about it. As what you doing? <laughs> um, B Simone is is, is is a lot going on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I could actually share my share my uh my it's iPhone. Good. Hopefully, nothing nothing crazy come up of this. Uh, do I get the trust? Yes, I trust. Boom! Here we is. All right, a lot of, lot of saved B. Simone videos I have been following. Um, so this all started um, when she, she's kind of doing a whole manifest journey, right? So that's her whole thing. Manifest positive things into your life. Manifest, manifest, manifest. Great, great message, right? Mm -hmm. um, so she sold a book um, and, you know, for lucky, good for her and her fit and her fans. It made her a million dollars. She screenshot it. She shared it. She was like, you know, I manifested this. I worked really hard for this. Yada yada, right? Um, so you know, it was it was it was cool. Big win for B Simone. Big big win for B Simone fans. 
But things got a little ugly from there. Uh, I'm going to go into the first one. This was uh, before. Um, she was on the Nick Cannon show. And oh man, it, she weirdly, uh, even though I, I know what she was trying to say, yeah. she, just, she just said it in the wrong way. Yeah. And especially when you're talking to somebody as Nick as successful as Nick Cannon, who's like, what are you talking about? Who would never say that. It, it just kind of came off as disrespectful to yeah. the working man and woman. So this is what she said on the Nick Cannon show. A nine to five. Let me start that over. He can't have a nine to five. What? Why not? <laughs> you don't want to have an honest job? I mean, he could be a, a hustling entrepreneur. So you want him to be a, you want CEO status? Yes. Okay, he can't, he can't, so like, he can't, he can't like, clock, clock in and clock out. No. No. <laughs> Damn, I think entrepreneurs. Okay, but still, there's, there's people who have really good jobs with vocational skills. If, if he's a mechanic. I'm, I'm sure, but no, you're not going to understand my lifestyle. You're not going to understand why I'm up at 3 a.m. Damn, you're making this you, hard. Okay, all right. You know, he has to be an entrepreneur. A business owner. He, he getting one of them yes. stimulus packages from Donald Trump, one of them small business <laughs> loans, and he ain't buying jewelry with it. Oh, moving into that direction. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, he can't have a nine to five. So, people were not crazy about that, right? Yeah. It, it kind of came off as shitting on nine to five workers. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, what she was trying to say was she wanted someone to match her Hustle and her speed. Her hustle and her speed, which I I guess, but it's like that doesn't really you can have someone who matches that that hustle and that speed who has a nine to five. It's it just it, it made nine to five workers and, and and entrepreneurs are not that far different. You know what I mean? Like there have even been rappers who came out and saying that there's a lot of your favorite rappers make less than nine to, a lot of nine to five uh job jobbers. So it's like she kind of just made it seem like entrepreneurs were super elite and nine to five people were sort of like, kind of like peasants, right? That's just, I get what she was trying to say, but that's how it came off. So people were not happy about that. It says she really thinks she different because she stay up to 3 a.m. ordering off AliExpress. So that's when other stuff started coming on apart, right? So <laughs> it was pretty wild because this started exposing things about her, her lip, Caroline, I think. Um, I, she was, uh, apparently it was, uh, she was been accused of taking things off this website called AliExpress, putting a new label on it and shipping them out. So her fans, a couple people knew that, but it didn't really blow up. But now that this story blew up, now obviously people start throwing other dirt into the pot and all that stuff, right? So now, now she's in a, a, some hot water, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, it's a bunch of people who are upset. So then fast forward, um, she kind of takes it back. I'm trying to manifest the husband. Ain't that wrong with a nigga with a nine to five. I get it. They work hard. I used to have a nine to five. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. You work hard, you have money. I get it. I need an entrepreneur. I need somebody that understands my mindset. Somebody that has the same lifestyle. It has nothing to do with money, everything to do with lifestyle, okay? When I'm in the bed at 3 a.m. checking emails, what you doing, babe, working? What she doing, working? Okay, love you. Mm, you want to have on a flight tomorrow? I have a meeting in, uh, out of town. You want to go? You got, 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 let's go. Okay. You understand my life. You understand what I'm going through.
through. I want to manifest that. What do you want in a man? What do you want? Let's start there. What do you want? Let's manifest it, baby. You can have it. Whatever you want, you can have it. Manifest that shit. Ain't nothing wrong with a nigga with a nine to five. Ain't nothing wrong with an entrepreneur ass nigga. Man All right. I'm, I have to stop it. I'm sorry. I couldn't make oh. it through the minute. Couldn't make it through the minute. Yo, I retweeted. Oh, my God. I don't know if I just retweeted it. I, I must have just retweeted it. But somebody took that and put bird sounds over it. Did you see that? No. Hold on, wait a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, man. I, I just, I got to find it, dog. Like, that shit made me laugh so damn hard. All right, it's coming up. So what happened was this snowball effect, right? Yeah. So now we got some people who are in the shadows upset about AliExpress. Now a bunch of people were upset about the Nick Cannon journey, uh, what she said on the Nick Cannon show. And now she's like, that's not what I meant. I was trying to manifest a man, uh, learn how to manifest by getting my book. So, okay. She turned that into, turned that into an advertisement, kind of pat herself on the back during that announcement video. All right. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! Before you press play, Pat. Hmm? Before you press play, this, this is, this is what I was talking about. Oh wow! The internet don't give a damn. Yeah. The internet really does not give a damn. What I tell you, I cackled loud in the morning <laughs> when I saw that dog. The birds just. <laughs> Yo, that made my day for the day, bro. So, oh good. It's um. <laughs> so it's 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 it, it got it's it started to get a little bit rough, right? Yeah. So after she dropped her book, it just got it got rough. It got rough because. Some of the stuff she was selling wasn't being shipped out for months and months. So some people just weren't getting it. Uh, and then some people were getting it and they were just noticing that the quality wasn't great. Um, I, I have a video on, on Twitter. I would not dare just scroll Twitter on screen share, but uh, <laughs> it's too unpredictable. Um, but the video I saved, it showed it and she was, it was this girl roasting the, what she just bought. She was like, what in the Scholastics book fair is this? It was like stapled with like papers coming off. It looked like a magazine. It was like- Yeah, I saw that one, yeah. Super wild, right? So now it's just like, okay, she reached the million mark. The stuff was late. It didn't, it didn't look the best, whatever. Like, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was the first book, right? The juiciness comes in when a whole bunch of people started screenshotting her book pages and their book pages side by side. And when I tell you it is down to the font, I'm talking word for word copy, same pictures, same font, same color scheme. And it's like some of them are black women who who it's stolen from. Like she's getting she's getting sued. She's yeah, getting yeah. sued, and it's just it's so wild. It's so wild how you could how you could do that to your own fans. So 
here's where I want to open it up for a conversation because obviously it's not easy doing all of this in the in the public spotlight. Uh, when you mess up, you mess up. I fully understand that. It was the next apology that had me certain uh, a certain type of way. So hey you guys, it's B Simone. Y'all know me. I have been vulnerable, real, transparent, honest throughout my whole career. And this moment isn't any different. I want to make a quick short video and address all of the accusations surrounding my book. But because it is now a legal matter, I can only say so much. But I wouldn't be me and I wouldn't feel right if I didn't say anything at all. So that's what I'm doing. I had a vision to create a book for young women to change their mindset and to manifest because that is how I feel like I became successful in life. That is my truth. That's what I know about. So that's what I wanted to teach young women, manifestation. I wanted to tell them my story, right? I've never written a book. I've never been an author. So as an influencer, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, me and my team outsourced. We hired a team that we trusted, that we thought could bring my vision to life. And they did a lot of things. Hey, you guys. It's so real quick before the next slide, I just want to point out that the top comment, you can't see it, but it, it made me laugh. It said, this is the softest I've ever heard her talk. Yes. All right, yes. now we continue. Without my knowledge. A lot of things without my knowledge, and I am here to fix it. I'm here to fix it. I've reached out to every creative involved, every female involved to fix this issue. And even though I feel like the people I hired in my team dropped the ball, I'm taking full accountability because at the end of the day, I'm the leader, I'm the CEO, I'm the coach. So, you know, it's my brand. I take full accountability, even though I did not know. I'm here to fix it. I'm here to speak about it. I'm not going to run from this. I'm going to face it head on. Um, you know, I'm learning, I'm growing every single day, every single day. My business mind, it, it, it's growing every day. The way I do business is growing every day. This is, I take this as a learning experience, you know. The books have been taken down. We're stopping all sale, out my knowledge. A lot of till this matter is black and white, clear as day. I don't want any gray area. Um, and I thank y'all for rocking with me. I thank y'all for supporting me. Once again, I take full accountability, even though I did not. Okay, I can't hear it anymore. All right, so you can read this if you want. I'm not going to. Um, what time is it? Oh, sorry, a little sync up. All right, so I was watching all of this, and we're in a weird climate right now. You know what I mean? The, it's, it's a climate where it's kind of like black people are, should be sticking together. And obviously, all of these comments are negative, but then the ones that aren't are just like, how could you tear another black person down? How could you tear a black woman down at a time like this? And I was just like, I was just watching this and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything about this because this, it's, this is weird, right? This is, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird time to just be doing a video about how a black woman messed up, right? But then she dropped this video. And then Meek Mill actually wanted, uh, came to her defense and said, B. Simone canceled because she finessed a book and made her way from the bottom. LOL, what major companies y'all cancel for ripping our culture off? Finding ways to display hate towards our own when they start doing good is showing uh, amongst us a lot. 
then it said somebody was like, well, she finessed her own though. And then, and then Meek said, niggas rap about selling drugs and the life they don't live. Uh, that, that is that not finessing their own? And that's when I was like, all right, this is so, that is so different. <laughs> that's like literally me taking a little bit of Meek's verse, taking a little bit of Jay's verse. Yeah, they get yeah. a little, like, it's not, it's not the fact that these rappers are like, li- like, we know that they're probably lying. We like the music. Yeah. But when it was just like, okay, you're ripping your fans off. Then you're shitting on your fans by saying you can't have a nine to five nigga. Then you send it to them and it's not even worth the price that they paid. And, and it's like, then you're, you're ripping. And it's like, there's people on Twitter that are retweeting old videos of her saying like, everything I put out, I touch. Everything I put out, I, I go over stuff. I, I would never give you blah, blah, blah. And they did the whole, this you. And I was just watching all this and I was like, no. No, just because you black during a, a war with black people does not mean you get away with being ludicrous. Because that is, that is, <laughs> that's insane. I'm so confused. This is how not to take accountability 101. Everyone on my team did it. Fuck my team. They all, it was all their fault, but I'm the leader. I'm the CEO. This all falls on me. I, I take full accountability, even though I didn't know and it wasn't my fault and it was my team's fault. I take full, like, this was all my fault, even though I didn't know any about, anything about it and it was the people that we hired. <laughs> I, should be, I should be cussing them out. I'm not going to because this is all my, it was just like, yo, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You this know what, I, 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 I understand that you have a team set in place so you don't have to carry everything. I, I get that aspect of it. However, there's a certain thing called checks, checks and balances. You should have, if you are not going to review it personally, you should at least have enough people to, you know, verify that this is legit. And I don't know what that looks like because when you hire somebody, like I didn't even know like you could hire somebody to like write a book for you. I thought that like, if you're writing a book, it's supposed to be your words or something like that. Uh, silly. There are authors that hire writers, but they still are, you know, it's dictation. They, they, yeah. they tell them what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to, to do it completely like this was, was crazy, first of all. But then, like, it's just like, yo, man, trying to, you still threw your people under the bus by saying, like, you know, my team said they was going to take care of it, all of that type of stuff. None of that matters now. Now people just want to see how you're going to react to this. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? And you just show them that you still like feel like it ain't your fault. Like you, you weren't the blame of this. So it's uh it's not a good look at all. That much I can tell you, it is not a good look. And I, you know, I don't want to say anything too bad. I don't know the young lady personally. Uh, she seems like a nice enough person, but you got it. Like you got to know the business, bro. You, you got to know the business. Well, I'll say like, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't that much of a rush to make money from people that you put out like shitty quality. Simple as that. I, I don't respect this at all. So, I mean, like what's going to ha- I'm not going to get hired for the B Simone show. Ah. But like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's the reason why I, I, I'm really upset about this is because she really ripped off her, her people. Yeah. And then showed them the million dollar mark, like, hi, I did this. You could do this too, manifest, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, like the, the whole, 
the whole man, if, if it was just a book, then fine. But you're trying to tell all your people, you, you're trying to connect to your audience. You're trying to say, my young kings and queens, you can manifest this. This is how I manifest it. And this is my own personal journey. But then you don't know about full pages that were copied word for word. Yeah. And it's your personal journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's your personal journey. How is this plagiarism in, in such detail? And you didn't know when it's your journey. You didn't go over this and be like, well, I don't know. What is this? Where'd you like? Where'd you get this? <laughs> yeah. I just I don't I just don't understand. This made me understand that maybe I don't know how books are made at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but because right, if that's a generic generic place that they're pulling these questions from, then like that's something I would have asked. Like if you go through this old book, because it was like big, it was like a nice like magazine size width, and it's like you're going through this, you know, for quality control. You'd be like, oh, this is actually good. Where'd you get this from? Uh we had, we had saw it in this other publication. We just kind of ticked it from there, changed some words up. I, at that point, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Like, yeah, can I see it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you see it, like, oh shit, this is this is word for word. You didn't just didn't change anything. You didn't change anything. You know. Um, but that, again, that comes from like, you know, having the right people in place and also still having a hand in it. Like anything that's involving money, I'm still taking a look at. Even though I have a manager, like Kev's brother is my manager, and anytime there are emails being transferred. Like, I still take a look at everything. I read over all the emails. I read over all the contracts. If I don't understand the verbiage in the contract, I will, before I reach out to my manager, I reach out to my lawyer. And I'm like, yo, can you break this down for me? Mm -hmm. And they would do it in lamest terms for me because I want to make sure that I'm on the same page with everybody. I don't want to be, I might not have all the knowledge as everybody in the room, but I'm not going to be the dumbest person in the room. And I'm not going to mess up my money. I always look over my paperwork because it's like, bro, like this is, this your livelihood. If you're an entrepreneur, like she said she wants, you have to be hands-on with everything that's coming across your desk. You can't just be signing your signature on shit and you don't know what you're signing. Always ask questions. Know your business first. That's, no, it's, 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 that's so true and so wild that that happened. And it's just like, I don't really know. I mean, she's getting, she's getting sued by those people. Like, that's not... That's just not a good look, especially after the after the nine to five thing. And then you can't do a video and say, I'm not an author. You can't do that. She better hope that they don't sue her for everything she she's worth and she had to get a nine to five. That's what's gonna be the craziest thing. If that well, she the wildest thing is she posted, oh, that's what everybody's saying. Everybody's making connections. Like you're gonna need that nine to five now. But the crazy thing is she posts how much money she made from it too. So yeah, it's yeah. like those people who she stole from They gonna know. They gonna have reparations, man. They're saying that a lot of it was from uh, interest. interest. Yeah, that's that's just a that's just an insane story. And and what's crazy, the craziest part about this, and this is just my own personal opinion, I don't believe that she didn't know. I don't believe it because if she had a whole bunch of rumors about her doing the same thing on a completely different business venture, mm-hmm. which is like AliExpress, like either she is the most uninformed leader. And her whole team is just ripping people off left and right, and she don't know, or she's in on it. And I do, I wholeheartedly believe that she's in on it. How how people do one thing is how they do everything. So if the, if there were similar rumors on lip gloss, which isn't even anywhere near the the book eight, the book uh like being an author or what it takes to make a book, and it's the same practices, I smell fibulation. <laughs> I smell fibulation. So my, I mean, I think this is, it's more about the, what, 
it's more about what it was, what that meant. Um, yeah, I mean, I shoot. I hope. I hope just because, like, like I said before, everybody messes up. That's why I didn't really say anything at first. I really hate how she did that to her fans because that's just that's just wild practices for me. But at the end of the day, you know, you don't really want to see anybody go down in flames like that. So I do hope that I do hope she gets past this and learns from it. But yeesh, that is a that's quite a um, yeah that's that's quite a detour um, to give your own career. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy because um, you hate to hear it. You hate to hear these type of things. What you love to hear is your music, mm-hmm. the clearest day. And the way that you can do that while you're working out, while you're walking, while you're cleaning up in your house and you don't want to disturb anyone, you can do it on the Raycons yep. B25 earbuds. This is the newest model by Raycon with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. I mean, guys, it doesn't get any better than this. You got the cord, you got the extra earbuds. So, cause everybody's ear, ear thing is different. That's what I don't like about some of the competitors. They don't give you enough of these because they give you like maybe one or two, but like this one comes with like three or four different earbuds um, that were the earpieces for the earbuds that you can swap mm-hmm. out, man. And this is something that is half the price a fraction of the price of the highest competitors and you lose none of the quality of it. Uh, you guys already know about this. We're big fans mm-hmm. of Raycon. It's uh, one of the co-founders is Ray J. So, you know, he's been in the music business for a long time. And I know for a fact, he's not going to put his name on anything that right. is not quality, especially dealing with, with music. And then there are other people who have vouched for this. Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, uh, Brandy, J.R. Smith. There are a ton of people. And I tell you, the best thing to do is really, really, really just try it out, man. You will mm-hmm. not be disappointed at all. Um, uh, yeah, the stats, the stats. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, compact. Bro. No, it's, it's, and it's, and they look cool too. When you open it up, it lights up. It's all like futuristic. Yeah, <laughs> see if I can show y'all real quick. See the light. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. as soon as you, as soon as you like, when you first get it in the box, like when they say seamless Bluetooth pairing, bro, mm-hmm. like you, if, you open it up, you launch your, your phone, go to settings, hit Bluetooth. As soon as you see it, as soon as you hit settings and Bluetooth comes up, you tap on it, it's boom. It's I like boom. the little noise it makes. You ain't got to press and hold nothing. You ain't got to hold it for 10 seconds until the light turns blue and then starts blinking. All, nah, bro, we ain't doing all of right. that. Seamless Bluetooth pairing, and I'm all for that, man. So I'm, I'm all for Raycon. I'm a strong believer in this. Love the product. I've worked out with them. I've jogged with them. They have not fallen out. They are very secure very crisp top of the line quality and right now ladies and gentlemen you can get 15% off of your first first pair of Raycon E25 earbuds all you have to do is go to buyraycon.com slash d-i-y-s again that's b-u-y raycon r-a-y-c-o-n dot com slash d-i-y-s and you will get 15% off your order right now holla at your baby it's pretty good. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? How'd you like that transition? It's pretty good. I think our transition game was, uh, I think our, our Juneteenth ancestors would be proud this week. <laughs> also, speaking of ancestors, shout, <laughs> I don't know why this is speaking of ancestors, but shout out to Tupac. This is actually his birthday. Yeah. Uh, if, you're watching, uh, if you're watching on Thursday, we, we filmed this on Tuesday. So happy birthday to Tupac. I'm glad that we have a woke episode on Tupac. Head up. 
<laughs> All right, going into uh, another interesting and uh, mind-blowing uh, story. Let me go ahead and share my share my Google Chrome one more again. Forbes dropped a headline. This was quite a headline. Um, it they basically said thirty-six alien civilizations. Um, are existing currently in the Milky Way. Now, if you are a fan of, if you're a fan of um, aliens and, and, and stuff like conspiracies, interestingly enough, they don't usually give us no stats like that. It's usually like there's aliens out there, like very vague aliens, or like you would think there's one race that comes down or a handful. But 36 um, are, are believed to be out there. Um, and this is uh, this had this article is pretty much the science behind that ridiculousness. Um, so yeah, they, they we've always been it's always been a huge thing in human history uh, about are we alone in the universe? Um, and we've we, it says we've come very far in our understanding of these stars and planets and what's out there in our Milky Way and beyond, but we still don't know whether there's any form of extraterrestrial life. Mm -hmm. um, but a new study just claimed that there are six, 36 alien civilizations in the Milky Way and represent it as a lower limit on what's out there. So there's basically, they're saying they're lowballing it at 36. Um, now, there's science behind this. They're not saying that they confirmed 36 studies, but here's essentially the science behind it. So it says... Um, the, um, for more than half a century, scientists have worked to transform the existential question of life beyond Earth from a philosophical inquiry to an empirical one. This has got some guy who thinks he gets extra points. For, extra, <laughs> for using extra the big words. Yeah, what the, what the hell, man? Just do your Forbes. Do your job, uh, boy. <laughs> sure, we can search for life directly, but as long as that endeavor in, uh, remains fruitless, um, the most productive thing we can do is take an indirect approach approach. So that was the idea behind the original Drake equation, the first equation to attempt to quantify how many alien civilizations might be present in our galaxy. So this is just an equation. It's almost like using math to see how many people, uh, how many species are probably out there. Um, so it says, for example, how likely sun-like stars are uh, and how ubiquitous Earth-sized planets are at the right distances for Earth-like temperatures, then we can come up with meaningful estimates uh, for other other species. So uh, in layman's terms, scientists use equations and probability to guess the stuff that we don't know about, like black holes. I don't think a scientist has ever actually seen a black hole. Um, so it says over the past few decades, uh, advances in uh, um, astronomy and in particular exoplanet scientists uh, have led scientists to at last understand how frequently a world with similar conditions to Earth might arise. Basically, you know, like water and our, our gas, our, our gravity. It says 20% of them, uh, of all the, the billions of stars in the Milky Way, are sun-like, and about a quarter of those have Earth-sized uh, planets orbiting. Uh, and practically all of those worlds are born with the right ingredients for life to, all, to arise already on them. So essentially... They basically use that equation um, to find other Earth-like planets. Mm -hmm. And in just to break it down as much as possible so we don't have to worry about this guy's crazy writing, um, they, they basically made an estimate that there were 36 other species. 
And I, I'm just kind of sitting here not knowing how to feel. <laughs> I mean, are we really surprised though? Kinda, 36? I thought it would be like, damn, there's like four species out there. I mean, the fact that we haven't seen that many of them lets us know that if there are 36, we, we're hopefully not at the bottom of the total pole as, as far as existence and uh, intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, we're obviously not at the, the top because we, we, ha we know that there are aliens out there. We, we know right. that. But we just don't know, you know, there might be some on other planets that are still in the Ice Age uh, timeline time of their, their life or their span. Um, but I, we know they're there, you know what I mean? I just, I think 36 is a, I think it's a big number because we are only used to like one type of alien, the ones that fly in saucers and, and things and UFOs and things of that nature. Right. But I mean, look at, look at, um, what is it? Uh, Men in Black, man. I, I can't even name all the aliens. Oh, that's I, right. Yeah, you know I mean, so like, I don't think that it's unrealistic to think that there are. You said, look at Men in Black like that was a documentary. No, true, true <laughs> right, right, I did. But however, like, look how many species of, of animals there are. Like, I don't think that we can be the only intelligent life form out there. And really, what is it? Not reality, but uh, the reality of it is, like, the Milky Way is fucking huge, bro. It's right. fucking huge. And that's just one, one galaxy that we've named and know of. Like, mm -hmm. there's no telling how many alien species are out there. I think I think having a number kind of makes it more realistic, and I think the fear of the unknown is what's you know getting to us or getting to some people. But thirty six doesn't fear me at all. No, no, not really. I remember the, the Canadian government uh, or the Canadian Prime Minister, uh, or I don't know if he was the Secretary of Defense. I forget the some high level official went on uh, the Canadian news and confirmed that the. Uh, humans have been in contact with like eight or nine. And I was freaked out when they said that. He started yeah. like describing it in detail. So aliens have low key been confirmed already. Um, but it's just to know like, we've, we've always just been begging for the answer to the, the main base level question, which is like, are there aliens? That's all we wanted to know is yes or no. But we don't know how vast that goes. You know, it, 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 like you said, it could very well go you know, 36 hundreds and thousands of species, you know, and it's just like, it's scary because all we wanted was a yes or no, but the more information that we learn is just like, oh, I don't know if I was, I don't know if I was actually prepared for that. <laughs> the crazy part is that like, we want to know, we say we want to know and mm -hmm. that we can handle it, but look how we did with the pandemic. You know what I mean? We, we can't even get over racism and look how we acted with the pandemic and how there was a a uh, toilet tissue shortage and, and people were just right. running amok and in panic in the streets. And right. the reality is we might not be able to handle the truth, man. Maybe that's why they feel like it's better to uh, keep this information from us as far as the, the confirming of intelligent life forms outside of humans. Because I, one of my favorite movies from John Travolta is Phenomenal. Uh, okay. Phenomenal. And um, in that movie, he sees a light outside uh, and after seeing the light, it gives him telekinesis, right? And makes mm -hmm. him smart as hell. But even the people in his small town, because it's, it's a small town movie, even the people in the small town started treating him differently because he was different. And it's just like, man, that's one of your own. How right. you treat him like that? Imagine if we found out that there were 36 or confirmed that there were 36. Right now, this is just, you know, science and math 
predicting that they're a 36. Imagine if we could confirm it, like how people will flip out, bro. Like that shit would be crazy. No, I mean that we're not, I don't even think the people are ready for a clear yes of alien. So <laughs> to hit them with, not only are there a few, there's over 36. I don't know if the people will be ready for that. However, they have a lineup, have a lineup of all the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm not sure the people would be prepared for aliens, I know that they would be prepared for this ice, all right? I, I am so happy to say that we have been partnering with Vincero Watches, and we are excited, okay? Finding a new watch that's stylish, bold, and built to last is expensive, you know what I mean? It's gonna be, it's gonna cost you a, pre, uh, a pretty penny. Um, but Vincero Watches is changing that. They believe that you deserve to look good and feel good no matter what the budget. I'm so jealous of to hear right now. Uh, Vincero cr uh, creates exceptionally crafted watches and they do it without breaking the bank. You can get you a legit watch on your wrist, get all the women, all of the millionaires looking where to get that at, and you didn't even have to break the bank. All right, Vincero, um, they, the, the guys over at the, at the team of Vincero, they sent us some watches. And uh, from what I know, they are stunning. Uh, apparently, the packaging is so good that the male uh, decided to dabble in mine. <laughs> so I do not, I do not have mine. Uh, I'm heartbroken. Uh, but to hear lets me know every chance that he gets. Uh, cause they are, they are fire. Look at, okay. That's, that's a nice, that's hey, a listen, nice. Hey, listen, man. I, I, cologne, watches, hats, and glasses. Y'all know that those are my signature pieces right there. I love those four, uh, accessories and it's nothing like a good time piece, man. Like I, I love the detail. Um, I've had some, 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 some brands approach me in the past and send me some stuff and I was like, I can't. I can't do this for you because it's not going to be good. It's literally going to be a scathing review. But right. this watch, man, premium leather, um, quality in every every asset aspect of it, um, from the the lasering of the name, the the back of the timepiece, the crowns of it, everything about this watch screams quality. Um, I love the packaging. Very sleek, very stylish, but very simple. Like it, it didn't take a whole lot, and. I've, I've only worn this out like three times, but two of the three times, even with sleeves on, because I always wear jackets, somebody has noticed this watch and given me a compliment on it. Oh. Um, it has the date on there, the second. Uh, and yeah, man, I love this joint right here. So check them out, man. And this is coming from your boy, like wholeheartedly. This is something that every man should have. Every man should have a classic timepiece. And I absolutely love this watch, man. Absolutely. I have like a watch box, but I kept this box just so we could do this ad. And I, I hate having clutter around, but I just wanted y'all to see the unboxing of it. But this is now can go into my, uh, my watch box with all the other watches and timepieces that I have because I'm very excited that this is part of my collection now. Tia's having, having a good time with that watch over I'm having there. a blast. I'm having I'm a goddamn happy, blast happy, over here. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Now, right now, they are offering our, listen, uh, our listeners 20% off of your entire order. So you can get you a couple watches. Uh, and they're going to cover all shipping costs if you use the code SCARY, S-C-A-R-Y. 
Y. So these are already affordable watches, and now you get that extra 20% off. So go ahead and get you a couple timepieces. They are honestly a very unique design that you will not find them and you will not find anywhere else. So uh, you got to see them for yourself at VinceroWatches.com. Vincero is spelled V-I-N-C-E-R-O. It's French. It sounds like it has an H in it. Um, is it French? I'm hoping it's French or Italian or it's, you know, it's foreign, I should say. Uh, but they have 21,000 five-star reviews. Let me say that again. They have over 21,000 five-star reviews on their website. That's more than Gandhi and P. B. Simone have put together. All right. So you can go and get that in for yourself. Do not overpay for a watch that looks cheap and disappoints. Uh, exclusively, you guys can get 20% off of their already affordable watches. So again, you've got to use that code scary. Go on over to uh, VinceroWatches.com and get you a timepiece. Uh, to Marie Millian, she was uh, one of the ones that was uh, that did the meet and greet with us. Uh, we did a meet and greet for our Patreons. There was over 70 people in there. We had a blast, but uh, Marie was from Montreal and she had the, the, the French accent. I don't know if they ship everywhere, uh, but it, it, didn't, it didn't specify only to U.S., it said uh, free shipping. So I would encourage you to head over to their website, uh, VenturoWatches.com and check out the shipping arrangement uh, because I think they ship everywhere. So there you go. Awesome. Um, all right. So uh, just to round this day out, I have a couple of wild, uh, wild short ones. Um, New York City. Been going through a lot since this uh, since this quarantine. A yep, yep, yep. uh, couple couple places are uh, starting to open back up, but it was just announced that the New York City safe sex guidelines, which I didn't know they existed, they encourage the use of glory holes during COVID nineteen pandemic. One more time, there's New York City safe sex guidelines encourage the use of glory holes during COVID-19. Glory holes are now the safest option uh, to get your, your, your pecker, pecker licked. Um, it, yeah, it says the health officials, officials actually said that. Um, encouraging the use of glory holes. Have you ever used, to hear you had an interesting life. <laughs> no, 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 I have never done that. I like to kiss, so no. I never knew that was, an answer to that. <laughs> no, it don't work for me. I like, I like the kiss. That's, that's how you know it's real. It's kissing. It's, Another reason why I've never done one night stands. I, I talked about it on the uh, Zooming with the homies. I don't do one night stands because I like kiss. I like, like make it better. Glory holes are weird because they're in bathrooms, right? Most times, yeah. Unless, so there's, then, a, unless there's a place like just for that. But it's like if, it, if it's in bathrooms... You're, there's like a 99% chance that you're getting your, your dick sucked by a, a male on the other side. That's I mean, horrifying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, unless it's a place that's specifically for that, like a sex house, you know, a sex act house, like you would know that, you know, you would hope. That's another thing. Like, I like to see the product, man. That's why I prefer shopping in person versus online. You gotta, you gotta expect the goods. That's wild. That's that's you imagine, just wild. You imagine walking out, you be like, ah, that's pretty good. And the door opens, you're like, yeah, it was. You drink a lot of pineapple juice, you be like, I just, I, I saw a, I saw a viral video where they knew each other. It was like some chick that he was like either knew 
or was related to. By the way, I don't know what happened in the porn industry within the last year, but why is everything fucking my stepsister and having sex with my stepmom and my stepdad? Like, who is this for? I don't, I, I, I stopped going to Pornhub because of that. I was just like, every video? Every video? You trying to smash the step, the step kids? Um, but just to, you know, avoid a weird pivot. Uh, let's, <laughs> it says that uh, officials have been saying to keep a mask on during sex and to have fun in larger, more ventilated environments instead of small spaces. Um, it says, make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, I, I never knew we were there, but Glory Holes to me was always the most, like, sus thing ever. things for me. Like, I'd rather, like, if I had to pick an, an option, obviously, I would just pick pay for sex so you, you can at least see. You know what I mean? Like, just just that unknown. I don't, like, what do you do? Are you just, like, pressed up against the, This don't look comfortable. Like, if you it's got, not comfortable. You got no. your penis through the glory hole, you got to be like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. And I like patting them on the head and stuff and playing with the hair. It's, you know what I mean? It's very, it's very not, it's not personable anymore. You know, you don't get to give them a, a pat on the back. <laughs> Say pat them on the head. <laughs> yeah, give them a pat on the head or the back for encouragement. Like good. you're doing good. Or you do that one thing where you tap them on the shoulder and pretend uh. like it was you. There's a lot of, there's a lot of little cool games. I don't be doing that. <laughs> but still, I, I feel like that's not very personable. It's definitely uh, not. What, what, and then what's the regimen in between clients? Are they like brushing and releasing? Or just, you know, throwing a little water in the mouth? You said clients? Huh? You said clients? Yeah. Are these paid workers that do glory holes? Um, I, I mean, I mean, maybe New York City was talking about like getting a big piece of cardboard and you and your spouse cut a hole out and do it like that. But typically when you go to a glory hole... I, I always thought they were, I just imagine them being like at, at, at truck stops where, where truckers just go and, and get that yeah. little, you know what I mean? So it's like, they are there. The person's there probably just reading through a periodical, you know what I'm saying? Until somebody comes in the bathroom, gives the They just stand there until a dick pops through? Uh, yeah, I think they just like on the, on the, in a bathroom, in a stall, legs crossed, just reading. Somebody knocks me like, oh, okay. Put the magazine down and then. Oh, no, no, I was about to say, you could stop acting out right there. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's interesting to think that they're like, oh, okay, I got it. it instead of like, you don't think it's like, oh, shit. Because I, I mean, I don't know, is money trans, like, do you put like your money through the hole, like an ATM? You put money through first, like a quarter, like an arcade, you put the money through first. And a hand right. comes out and gets it. <laughs> it's not that big. The hole's not that big. The glory hole is literally like, like this. So you can't see anything. So they don't even have to like wear lingerie or anything. They get they in there like sweats and Jordans and a crop tee and they just, you know. Oh, they take it like a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> they, they on the phone, they make a dinner. <laughs> That's, that was the first uh, telemarketer, the first Zoom call. Somebody said, can we get a, a glory hole uh, to explain the process, I mean, glory hole worker to explain the process. Like, I don't even know how to outsource that. Like, how do you? you yeah, get on Craigslist or what? How do you? I don't think anybody's like a like a 
like an exclusively uh, glory hole worker. I feel like that's like a, um, what is it called when you do something on the side? Starlighting? <laughs> yeah, starlight, moonlighting. Moonlighting. <laughs> I think that you moonlight as a glory hole, but in between truck stops. I, and I also don't know anybody out here. I mean, maybe maybe Bakersfield, they might have some, but I, I, just, I just imagine glory holes are still popping and popular like in Iowa, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, like those places. Kansas, Kansas, not Kansas City, Missouri, but like like Kansas, Kansas. Like that's I can see. I feel, yeah, that's why I feel like they pop it. Glory hole cap, the glory hole capital. <laughs> I wonder what would happen. Hang on, just here, just for us to do one last activity. I'm gonna share, and we're gonna look, find out. Where do you find glory holes? Where do you find glory holes? Let's just see what the internet where it takes us. How to find glory holes. That's a forum. Okay. Uh, searching with, with an adult for glory holes. So they have Yelp? Definitely on Yahoo Answers. I understood that. The pleasure chest? Uh, okay. Spanky's Adult Emporium. That sounds like it has a fire commercial. Nah, that's something else. You got to go back. You got to go back. That, that, that's, Yelp is just bringing up stuff that has the word glory in it. Ah, not 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 that one. Go go to the one right under that one. Go to the one right under that because that look like like Sorry, a meetup for glory. More. Like welcome to Glory Hole. Your location here. Like uh, now go back, go back, go back. Right, right under the first one. That right there where it says it? Glory Hole Inn. Here. Yeah. Gloryholein.com. Yes. Oh please, don't. <laughs> please don't be an interactive site. Oh thank Jesus. Uh, Flash is out to date, out of date. No, I don't want to. I don't want to actually see a glory hole. I feel like a dick was about to come virtually yeah, out. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let, maybe maybe we should do this later because we would have to cut this out of the real episode because. If, if oh no, this is perfect. Out. Look at this. How, how do they normally cost money? That's a that's a legit question. And then Dave S. This is eight years ago. Said so. It's probably made some uh some advances. It says you can find them in some public men's room or you're more likely to get busted at one of the, the best bet is to check out adult bookstores, video stores, or whatever you have in your area. These places often have private viewing booths in the back where you can watch the porn of your choice. Oh, he's wrote a lot. We don't have to read all this, uh, but that makes sense. That makes sense um, because that's where they would be. It says you need to drop money or tokens in the booth or they will kick you out, but don't have to pay for a BJ from your neighbor. This guy had a lot to say about it, so I feel like he's into some stuffs. Um, but that's not that's all my search history now. Wow! Yeah, yeah. This is this is what happens when we try to have a. Uh, <laughs> so we have a, when we try to have an informative episode. All of our disgustingness gets built up, and we just gets released at the end. So <laughs> now you guys know. Pull up on a, a adult video store with some tokens. Make sure you have tokens. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the <laughs> that has been a very fruitful episode of Damn Internet You Scary. <laughs> we learned a lot today. We learned a lot today. Um we, we pretty much learned about everything from aliens to where you can get your penis sucked at a uh, at a truck stop. <laughs> so um <laughs> <laughs> thank you to our uh our scary squad they were yeah. uh they were into that they were actually into that uh <laughs> as always uh we will see you next week i've been patrick cloud 
up to hear more, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Right. <laughs> Woo.